boys and girls, Charlie. Welcome to another episode of Tommy Talk. My name is Juan. Dispatch Corporate Anthony. This is a judo podcast for judo players by two judo players. So, Anthony, how you doing? Yeah. Uh, as you can see, Juan is <laughs> looks like he's in low res. Like <laughs> you look like you're you're in you're in, in the war zone or something using a satellite. <laughs> oh. <laughs> as you can see, <laughs> it's like night vision. I was trying to go for a nice holiday look for this one. And when I first made it, it looked really good. And when I tried it at home, I thought it looked really nice. But now it does look like I'm in a war zone, like some night vision. I got some sparklers behind me. And I'm supposed to say happy holidays for everybody around top right here. So yeah, everybody yeah. out there, this uh, this episode is supposed to be coming on, out on Christmas Eve, I believe. So everyone out there, yeah. happy holidays. Happy holidays. And uh, Juan just wasn't able to record at home today. So he's at the dojo. And our, our dojo's uh, internet is kind of spotty which is why um i don't know if we mentioned in the last episode but we did advertise that one our the tournament we hosted at our dojo yeah mm-hmm. was going to be live streamed on twitch i was kind of excited yeah. about, that, about that uh jerry from sawtell set that up but then our internet wasn't good enough to, <laughs> to stream but i i think it it should be fine but um I'm going to have to do some diagnostics to see if it's like the internet itself or whether the community mm-hmm. center is using a cheap router or something. So maybe I, we can let the dojo router. Yeah. I was just about to say that it might be yeah. an old cheap router. Pitch in for a better router. And then so, like, yeah, mm-hmm. go ahead. <laughs> so if I'm, so if I'm lagging everybody and we're talking over each other, it's because I'm on this bad internet. I'm sorry. All right. It's the best I can do. I really want to use this background. All right. That's mostly why I'm on here. I could do it on my phone, but I want to have a cool background behind me right now. Sorry. Sorry. Happy holidays. See what I do for you. See what I do for our fans. Yeah. I mean, since we're talking about it, well, we could briefly go over the tournament, right? We didn't really talk yeah, about it. Yeah. Why not? So, yeah. So some people may know or may not know, we posted it on our own Instagram. We post on the Hollywood Judo Instagram and stuff like, so in California has had a tournament in almost two years because the people that run the California tournaments are kind of scared of putting all the money down to deposit for a building with the master everything. And then the state just changes the plans like we're doing right now in the holiday season here in California. Anyway, yeah, they're enforcing so, outdoor masks again. Uh, yeah. It's Omicron. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's a California thing. Um, so the people that were the California tournaments didn't want to have a tournament this year. We're going to actually, they were going to move the winter nationals to Vegas, but then they decided not to for some reason. So our took on ourselves like, okay, well, if we can't have a big tournament, let's have a small crosstown tournament. So we invited our sister dojo, Saltel Judo, and then a friend dojo, which was uh, Ghost Judo. And I believe uh, he added a added a few members from another dojo to his team. I, I, know what, what yeah, I, think it, I think she was from the Air Force Base around here. Um, she's, she teaches mm-hmm. Judo at the Air Force Base is what I heard. So I don't know what okay. the name was. Yeah, I don't remember the name was either, but it was like a little, little, little three club tournament. You went on there, you fought two people, sometimes best two out of three if we got enough people, but it was really fun, you know? And we were supposed to live stream it uh, through Sawtell's Twitch channel, which was whatever their Twitch, Sawtell, I think. I don't know what their name Sawtell was. Sawtell underscore it, though, judo so underscore dojo. Yeah. Okay. A lot of underscores. I love the underscores. Yeah. <laughs> you can see by my name. <laughs> but so we tried and apparently the internet was kind of weak and they were doing they shot like how many, like half the matches or one third of the matches or something before yep. they gave up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's funny because I was looking like, okay, cool. That's where the, that's where the, what do you have? You had a tablet up there. I don't I think like, it right, cool. started. So really? No. Cause someone yeah. said they saw some matches online. Oh, okay. I don't, I don't know then. Maybe they only got their speeches then. <laughs> they only got their opening yeah. speeches <laughs> of Gary Golds and Philippe. So they tried. We have weak internet here, as you can see with me lagging, probably again, sorry, but we tried. And because of that, it actually got me thinking that if me and Anthony want to try some stuff later on Twitch, doing some demonstrational videos or maybe a workout or just us at a tournament, maybe we did you get the Twitch channel for us, Anthony? I'm going to do that right now. <laughs> oh, I told him to do this like two weeks ago. This who's going to who's who's take the time? I don't know. There's a lot of other Tommy Talk. <laughs> what was it? Was it um, fighting, not fighting films? Uh, judo, judo Fanatics or someone did a Tommy Talk episode too. And we got a we got a couple messages about like oh this person put up their own Tommy Talk video. No, it was it was it was uh, Ryan Vargas. He uh, he 
I don't know who, who he was working with trying to make some judo videos. And okay. one of the episodes was like a, a little like t- chat that they had on the mat about mm-hmm. I forgot what forgot what the topic was, but they called it the Tommy Talk episode one. But then they never came out with episode two. So I guess they realized. I don't know. <laughs> like Yes, we own that name. Right. It feels now. like uh it feels like it's a more BJJ focused uh video. So oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that's for us. Hopefully in the future we're gonna use our own Twitch channel and we put some things out there. We'll hopefully have a stronger internet thing. I mean internet. So we might do it at Anthony's house and in his garage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and for anybody out there that may have seen Anthony put up a video the other day, when it when you watch the video, Anthony lost another bet. <laughs> so I put up this story about how my wrestling coach every year would show the freshmen at how safe the wrestling mat was. And I actually saw this back when I was like in fifth grade and I first started wrestling when I was first doing folk style. So to get an egg and be like, look, look at this egg, drop the egg and it bounces. The egg doesn't crack. Therefore, you're not going to crack. As long as you learn how to fall correctly, you're not going to crack either. And he's like, nah, nah, it ain't going to work. I don't believe that. I don't believe it. And I'm like, Anthony, we have great mats. Hey, I, we have I thought you were, okay. I thought your wrestling coach was super short. It was like, to clarify, <laughs> I thought he was super <laughs> short or something. And you, he was probably dropping it from my, um, the height of my knees, basically. <laughs> the height of your knee. <laughs> <laughs> so here at our dojo, we have compression foam. And then we have two layers of plywood on, on top of that sandwich. So it's like crisscross pattern. And then we have two winch uh, Fuji competition style mats. Okay. Really, really good mats. And we tried it. Anthony decided to put up a six pack on that. Okay. Just like we did last time. Yep. That's what happened. Since they won wins. <laughs> <laughs> the video is great. I'm going to post, I'm going to post it up next week. I think I'm going to put it up there. Yep. Um, Anthony, you got something to say? Yeah, I still need to record. You were. I, yeah, I was pretty surprised. I still need to record my part. Um, yeah. The funny, I mean, I mean, we might as well like explain it for those people who who actually have listened to this podcast instead of just mm-hmm. uh, watching the videos. Is that you forgot to take the screen off the? <laughs> you forgot to <laughs> screen off the your 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 camera. So no, I have a, no, no, I have like, like a block. I have a clear protective screen on there. Okay, mm-hmm. so. Sometimes when I make a video, I may forget to take that clear plastic screen off the protection, and it looks like I have like a soft filter on my camera. So if you're seeing my videos, they look like I have this Instagram like the, <laughs> I was called the Iraq. It's, it looks like the, it looks like I'm filming like a desert war scene in Iraq. That's just like this light fade to and stuff. It has a little brown. It's a, it looks really cool. So so if you see that, since they want forgot to take the screen off, it's a protective screen. So it's yeah. clear. You can still watch the video. So we had to use that spare so egg and record it again. And we had to act like I had to act surprised. I'm just like, Oh wow. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to post up both videos. They're going to be the main video. It's going to be clear. So you can actually see it. Then we do like a little outtakes of the original take we did. Yeah. And I brought two eggs to show Anthony how it's going to do, how it's not going to break. The first one we did from about would be like, Ogoshi. So about hip, my hip, Anthony said, so we did like the little middle right there. Okay. Dropped it. Ogoshi, Osotogadi, Kochigadi, like just a simple fall, not too high. Did it. It bounced. Anthony's mind is blown because he can't believe it. He's accusing me of bringing out a fake egg. Like I'm bringing some Chinese egg glue. or something. Holding it with Holding glue. It with glue. <laughs> and then I was like, okay. And I was like, here, Anthony, you feel it. Go ahead, shake it around. See how you feel. He's like, all right, it's a real egg. And we're like, okay, let's do a bigger throw. So now let's go higher. Shoulder width. About shoulder height. Now, this would be like Ipon Seonagi, you know, big throws, big katagrume maybe, okay? Big throw, big throw, big uchimata. We drop it. Guess what? It doesn't break again. Anthony freaks out. His mind is blown. It bounces a lot, too. I was actually surprised how much it bounced. Yeah, it bounced like four so, or five times, I think, right? Yeah. Both times with both eggs, they didn't break. Anthony was a little about, a little suspicious about the yolk, though. So I don't know, he, but he yeah. shook it a lot. He shook the egg a lot in his hand to like try to break it. I think. Try well, when I record my part, I'll I'll open it up and check. So though I don't yeah. I don't know if my mats will do the same, but we'll see. We'll see. My mats, my mats I, are are not two inches. They're the thinner ones. So all right, because like I said, when I grew up wrestling, it was just regular um, 
foam and we had foam and we had like that foam rubber really mm -hmm. little squishy mats and it was just on uh hardwood floors that i think it was probably just on concrete actually so this was like yeah, concrete hardwood floors and then wrestling mats are pretty mats. soft actually um because we went to some we had some judo tournaments at uh high schools gymnasiums mm -hmm. and the warm-up area is usually where the the wrestling room is and yeah. they're they're pretty soft but they're also pretty slippery which is why um <laughs> i can see why people would wear wrestling shoes you know but when you're yeah. barefoot it's pretty slippery yeah for wrestling masters two major types usually the foam rubber ones that have like a top layer that's um like a faux leather it's not leather but it's like it kind of seems like that and then just the old school um real foam like squishy foam leather mm -hmm. kind of foam leather foam ones that just have like a, a plastic topping on it or something yeah i don't know how would it would be like someone tell me what it is but and it cracked too when you get too old you like you try to roll them up they start cracking you're like oh shit i don't want to get in trouble with my coach uh i got to go <laughs> <laughs> but anthony's mats they're they're nice mats they're not two inch mats but it's going to be like half inch one inch what do you think they are one one and a quarter i think they are all right so yeah. The, his mats are yeah the Fuji mats. Fuji yeah. and Dolomir sell two versions. It's obviously the thicker ones are more expensive. One of them's one and a mm -hmm. quarter, and then I think the thicker ones are, are one and three fourths, so close to two inches. They don't make two inch mats, but they make um, one and three quarters or something. So yeah, so when he does his part of the experiment, it's going to be just his his mats, rolling rolling mats, roll mats on top of this concrete floor. Yeah, on top of his garage. And I bet you he's going to throw the egg to make sure that I, that I lose again, that I lose this time, actually. <laughs> I'm just going to drop it. But we're going to try, try it out. Yeah. Yeah. So this shows that when you watch the video, when it comes out, that tatami mats are very safe, wrestling mats are very safe, as long as you fall correctly. As long as you take a fall seriously, learn how to fall correctly, flat on the mat, don't bend your knees, don't try to, like, put one part for the other, you know. You're going to be fine. If you get thrown, just slap the mat fall don't forget okay. to slap the mat <laughs> don't forget to slap the mat because you don't slap the mat post the mat and say bye-bye to your elbow so if you're broken it's dislocated that's what happens most of the time people say oh i broke my arm like no you dislocated your arm yeah you don't have breaks in wrestling and in judo do you see me yeah, it's just froze for a second. It's okay. Yeah, I know. I saw I saw things that uh, unstable. So I was like, oh, stop. All right, so now it's gone. Okay. So if you learn how to fall correctly and stuff, you're going to be fine. This is the same thing always. Learn to fall, learn to fall, learn to fall. I know it sucks. I know it sucks at all. Like, oh, it's so boring, but you got to do it. All right. Yep. It's a fun thing to do. Falling. I like falling. So, Anthony, yeah. were you surprised by the experiment? I was. Um... I, how do I put it? I didn't expect it to bounce. I, I knew there was a chance that it would work, you know? Mm -hmm. Otherwise, I would have upped the ante and bet like two or three packs of beer, you know? Like, <laughs> but I knew there was a chance it would work. But right. I, didn't, I didn't expect it to work that well, if you, if you know what I'm saying. So I was really surprised, actually, um, by that, by how well it worked. Mm -hmm. Not by that, not by the fact that it worked, but by the fact that it, worked really well and bounced so much so mm -hmm. though though I, i'm more surprised by the egg than i was than surprised by the mats you know <laughs> really how tough this egg is yeah i don't know maybe we gotta try it, different species of eggs because sometimes I feel like that egg that egg shell felt pretty hard you know <laughs> we get some quail eggs maybe try to get an ostrich egg you know let's see what happens <laughs> get a dinosaur egg you know it's funny because i kind of want to do this because we have yeah where are we going to get a dinosaur egg at we're going to find that at okay we're going to ucla try to sneak in get an egg real quick run out <laughs> get some snake eggs or something i don't know <laughs> it's funny because i always talk about this and i tell people about this at the dojo like my wrestling coach you do this i'm thinking about now since i know it works on these atomies i'm for sure that's gonna work now I'm going to bring eggs in every now and then for the beginner's class and for the kids' class. Be like, hey, look, don't be scared of falling because you have some kids that are fearful of falling. Yeah. We had that uh, well, one little girl last week in her class that just did not want to fall. She was yeah. like, you're crazy. She had to look in her eyes and like, no, I'm going to die. So I think showing this to them will like put, will, like, put them at ease a little bit. Like, oh, well, A can do it, then I can do it. You know? 
What yeah, one think? of the one of the parents actually showed up early at, last night, and um, she had a younger kid mm-hmm. that I want been wanting to get on his song yes for a long time. So when he's old enough, I think they're gonna put him in judo too. And I was like, yeah, take off his shoes, mm-hmm. let him run around. None, none of the other kids are here yet, right? So I'm I'm also like, mm-hmm. uh, you can also come on the mats and like play, get him like used to the match just take off your shoes so she got on yeah. the parent got on the men she was like wow these floors are so springy so <laughs> i'm like yeah you, you guys don't know how well you have it you know like 40 <laughs> 40 bucks a month and you get all this like yeah our mats are amazing you're in the la area come try them out like we've had people compliment us that have done gymnastics before and say these are just like tumbling mats so yeah. it's better than when i first started when i first started doing judo here at hollywood we had foam rubber on the, we had foam rubber directly on the floor. And then we had blue tumbling mats on top of them and a giant, just giant tarp over all of it. That was supposed to be really tight. So it didn't yeah. want to move. When I first started doing judo here, it was pretty cool. Like it was very squishy, not squishy, but like it was soft. Yeah. It was nice to fall on. But then towards the end of it, oh, there's like holes in certain places because <laughs> things are trying to separate and be like, oh, I don't want to do Ashiwaza there. I don't want to do judo there. I'm going to fall yeah. directly on the because the spot. Yeah. Yeah, you get certain spots because the blue mats were like separate were separating yep. somehow. <laughs> and then you just be hitting the foam rubber directly under the linoleum and concrete. And be like, those, oh my those God, are the mats we used oh. when we were training outdoors. Like we still have yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah, we were doing hard throws on the top on yeah. the Tommy's on the blue tumbling mats outside. We brought yeah. the crash pad out, crash pad outside. Put that on top of that, and threw each other hard on that. <laughs> yeah. So let's move on to today's topic. <laughs> no, hold on. I'm gonna say one more thing. Okay. If anybody out there wants to try this experiment, please do send us a video, send us a link of it to show people how safe judo mats and wrestling mats are. Or if you got BJJ mats or something. Test it out. See how they see how it works for you guys. I want to see how this works. Let me know what your mat. Yeah. What and show me and tell us what kind of mats they were that you guys used. Okay. So there's a little homework for you guys out to go and try it out. All right. Yeah, why why don't these mat companies Next topic. do this what? video for for advertisements, you know? Like <laughs> I don't know. People look at me weird when I say this. Like that's just an old wrestling thing no one does anymore. Like this got lost in the 90s or something. Because <laughs> we did this experiment up to the end, up to the 2000s, you know? Because oh. I graduated in 2001, so we did it till the 2000s at least. It's because you're not using organic eggs. Okay. Right. <laughs> Can't waste an egg. You can't waste an egg, sorry. No, it's too expensive. <laughs> All right. So Anthony, we'll go to our main topic today. Yep. So, uh, I know in the past I've always talked about, Oh, I'm going to, we talk about stuff like services, products mm-hmm. and stuff. And I'm always like, okay, I'm going to buy it and I'm going to test it out and I'm going to come back and let you guys know. And in the past, mm-hmm. one of the ones that I did was, um, the American judo development model, right? I paid, was it 40 bucks for the course? I took the course. And then we interviewed the panel. Um, I don't even, it, was it cause I talked about it that they said, set up an interview? I don't remember anymore. Yeah, but, it was because we talked about it and then uh, Judo Chop Sui also talked about it. So uh-huh. it was getting a little bit pressed. and they were like, hey, well, we want to give, I don't want to say like give our side of the story, but it's like, oh, yeah. cool, let's go out there. And they did an interview with us. They did an interview yep. with Judo Chop Sui also. Great podcast, check them out. Yeah, so I, I took the course. I, I told you guys what I thought felt about it you can go back and check it out if you want um and quick update is that they didn't really um obviously we haven't heard anything more from from the ajdm uh Mm. that in-person coaching course same thing like haven't heard anything about that um i don't have i don't have a usa judo local coaching badge from taking that course so i don't know the what the purpose of that course was but um, <laughs> I mean, it was to kinda, learn and grow. It's to learn kinda, and grow. That's what it was for. You kind of blame on the pandemic, right? So, yeah, that I maybe they'll they'll hear this and make me eat my words, and they have something uh, in the pipeline. But I mean, it's been a while, and I haven't. The the thing feels like it's just a waste of money. But anyway, uh, so the next thing I talked about, we talked about too, was the American judo 
you, uh, I'm still confused by a name we now, damn it, but Jimmy Pedro. Like, <laughs> 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 their site's usajudo.com, you know? And yeah, yeah, um, they, they, they yanked that name away. Ameri- American Judo System, like the, yeah, the American Judo System, right? Yeah, that's, the that's, American yeah. Judo System. Yes. Yeah. And he's the, he knows what he's doing. Yeah. It's intentional. Like even people like us are confused. Um, <laughs> so I, it's based essentially uh, online subscription service uh, where you pay a monthly fee and you get access to all their videos, or you could buy the video straight out. Like they have a Tachiwaza system and then Waza system, a Sankaku encyclopedia and Osotogari video. If you buy each of the videos, I think there are something like 200 bucks before discounts. Ooh. Yeah. So are you each serious? Vid- yeah. Um, oh man. Make that I money. Will, Make that money, I, man. Yeah. I will say though, it's pretty well, well, I'll get into it when we, when we talk more about it, but basically you can either buy just the video straight out or you can pay this monthly fee and you get access to the videos. So mm-hmm. I saw a sale going on because the monthly subscription was like 50 bucks, I think. And the sale was going on for 30, 29.99. So subscribe for a month. Cause I said, I would probably try it out and then let people know how it is. And, um, yeah. when we first talked about it, it was still relatively new. So I know there was like probably bugs and kinks and then, uh, there wasn't a lot of content probably. So I just waited. Um, but when the sale came on mm-hmm. it, I think it had a good amount of content already. So I signed up, I uh, tried out for a month and, Obviously, I didn't get to go through all the videos in detail fully because, like I said, they're pretty long. But mm. we're, I'm basically going to talk about my experience um, with the American judo system. I'm so confused now because I'm I'm gonna I'm afraid of mixing it up with AJDM, like AJ American judo system and American judo yeah, development yeah. model, like because especially since we just talked about it. Mm-hmm. We just talked about it, so it's kind of um, confusing. But yeah, so um, the site I think was built on Squarespace or Shopify. I think it was Shopify. Uh, if you guys work in tech, you probably know uh, those two. But I'm pretty sure it's Shopify. Um, in terms of easy to navigate, it, it was kind of easy to navigate. But the the main problem I had was after I signed up. Um, it was like basically saying, you, you guys know the subscription models, like Netflix, try it for seven, seven days or whatever. Right. Or first month mm-hmm. is free. You put down your credit card information and then it's set to auto renew unless you remember to reset cancel it. it, cancel yeah. it. Yeah. So whenever I've set up those free trials, first thing I do is I cancel. So just in case I forget to cancel it when it ends. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I cancel the subscription. Um, the page to cancel the subscription is kind of hard to find. I had, I had to, I had to go to manage uh-huh. subscription through a link in my email that they sent me. Um, uh-huh. it's hard. It's kind of hard to find in the site itself. And then, uh, after I canceled it, something I noticed was I lost access to all the videos. Like I, I literally could not watch any of the videos. It says you're, you're not, uh, you're restricted. You can, you can't look at this content. And, um, so I sent him an email cause it said like, Hey, you can send us an email anytime info at America, uh, usajudo.com. Like we'll help you out. Mm-hmm. So I sent him an email and, um, it took them a whole, like two and a half weeks to get back to me. So basically the Whoa, end of the that's half your subscription right there. <laughs> yeah. So by, by the time they re- responded, I, I was already like five days away from end of my subscription, I think. So they're basically uh, like saying, well, well, I found it. I found out what the issue was. So I was able to get back, get back my um, access. What, what the issue was, was actually when you cancel your subscription, it restricts you from all the videos, even though you paid for the full month. So what I had to do so was re- if, re-enable my subscription, tell it yeah. to auto renew again. Uh-huh. Then, then I got my access back. So, okay. So when the support got back to me, they were like, well, everything looks fine. It says your access is fine on the system. Everything looks okay. Try again. Try, re- try refreshing your browser or, or um, try clearing your cache and restart your refreshing computer. Refreshing your browser. You try to turn your computer off and on again? Basically some sort of instruction like that. And, and then I was like, hey, uh, 
finally you got back. I didn't say finally you got back to me, but essentially like, Oh, you got back to me. Um, but it's been a while and I found out what the issue was. This was the issue. And instead of saying like, well, I didn't say outright that that's messed up the, the way that you guys did that, but they're just like, yeah. Oh, glad we fixed your issue. And that was it. <laughs> like, so, so to explain so. to people, so if you join the, the American judo system, so if you join them and try to do the whole thing where you join and then cancel immediately, they put restrictions on you so you can't access mm-hmm. everything. Yep. You would have to join and keep your subscription and remind yourself on your phone or write a note to yourself yep. somewhere, cancel on this day or cancel here this week or whatever it is to continue access. Cause if you didn't, cause if you cancel it right out immediately, they take away stuff. Oh, so that's a little, hey, Literally here's a little, <laughs> that's a little life hack for you right there. <laughs> Yeah. So, um, cause that, that's the number one issue I had was that's kind of mm-hmm. anti-consumer, I guess, but you can kind of say the savvy business, but most businesses, it just doesn't sound right. Right. Like, well, it's a whole thing of like, when you join a gym, you know, you have to write a it's like, God, I hate this. When you join a 24 hour fitness or a crush or whatever place you go to planet, you can't just be like, Hey, I want to cancel my subscription this month. Oh, well, sorry. You have to write us an email or write us yeah. a handwritten letter and mail it to our home base. And then we'll let you know a month later. If you, can. you gotta notarize like, it. Like you gotta notarize you it. Notarize. <laughs> Your senator has to sign do, it also. Do a backflip in front of the notary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like one of those things where they kind of make, like you said, like to to deny, to cancel your to cancel your subscription, you had to look for it. It's a little hard to find it. Also, that's another thing they yeah. kind of do to try. I've had that so many times with stuff, and then my my wife also just like I can't cancel this. How do I do it? I'm just like ah, I that's one of my pet peeves. I hate that. I hate when they make canceling on the website hard. I hate yeah. that so much. But I get but, it. I understand where they're coming from. I get it, but I hate it. But yeah. Also, honestly, for a new product like that getting back to a customer's email like two and a half, three weeks later is kind of unacceptable also. So you don't know how many people are working there. You don't know Jimmy got time to answer every email and stuff. You know, hey, you have work to do. That's not, that's not how you run an online business like that though. Like there's so many competitors out there. Like I, I have another, I'll talk about it later, but I have another subscription called grapplers guide that mm-hmm. Jason Scully, I think his name was, he, he answers like, like that. He has a Facebook group support group. You, you mm-hmm. talk about there, he'll answer right away. And then um, some of the questions he'll say, this isn't the Facebook group is for technique discussions, not for support, just email us. But he always um, responds right away. And he even okay. responds on Reddit too. So um, just goes to show like he's a, he's, he started off, off recording everything by himself. Like when I got it, it, it's just, it's blown up over the years. But when he started, it was by himself and he's able to do this. Okay. Right. So, and I, I'd like to say that Jimmy being an Olympian with also Travis being an Olympian plus running Fuji sports and having, um, experience doing judo fanatic videos and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I think they would run a tighter ship and have the resources to do these things properly, you know? So you're saying compared, you compared to Jason Scully, who just started guy. in his garage. Yeah. Okay. Me, all right me. so that was your technical thing right there yeah that's one technical thing um the other problem i had with it was well why do we always start with the bad maybe i should start because with you do things. you're okay. such a debbie downer that's why <laughs> no let's start with next time we talk about stuff remind me to start with the good stuff okay so um <laughs> there are good stuff I, I will say that but the this is just the tech person to me that's annoyed by this stuff but uh the next thing that I didn't like was um, they advertise that they have like a private Facebook group for you to ask technique discussions or requ- make requests for videos. Cause you notice that if you saw their Instagram and stuff, they upload like weekly videos and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. or, or, uh, I don't know if it's weekly anymore, but you can ask them questions essentially and have access to them. I couldn't, I couldn't find the link to that Facebook page, you know, like, there, it wasn't on the website. It wasn't in the email receipt that I sent them. I was like, maybe I should send another support email uh, asking about it, but I don't want to wait another two, another two and a half weeks. And by that time I'm going to cancel my subscription. So 
Yeah. So I never, ever joined that Facebook group. If there, if there is one, I don't, I don't know where it is. Cause I feel like when you sign up, that should be the first thing like, Hey, welcome. Here's the Facebook group. Join it. If you have any questions, you can ask us there. Like that, that doesn't require you to hire someone to do. That's just something you would link in, in, in the welcome email that they already mm-hmm. sent. Um, another thing is um, you'll see they have these live classes on live online classes. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a section on the website where it says live classes. You can look at the previous sessions and they're basically looking at like a, mm-hmm. a chat while they're teaching classes where people ask questions. So they'll be like, okay, mm-hmm. people have been asking about Osoto Gari. So we're going to do Osoto Gari today. This is how you do it. And these are variations. These are entry. This is a group fighting sequence for that. And then mm-hmm. um, someone in chat will ask a question. They'll be like, okay, blah, blah, blah. I asked this question. This is the answer to your question, right? So you're, they mm-hmm. advertise that they do two live classes a month. I think, I believe it was two. It was either one a month or two live classes a month. And mm-hmm. um, there's a little box on the left side that says the next live class session will be on this date. So when I signed up, it was right. It was like a week or two after the last live cl- class session. And the date was like for the last class. So it was already past that date. And I checked oh, back, okay. I checked back at, by the end of my su- subscription, which mm-hmm. is no, end of November. And there has been no live classes since like two months ago. And the so you didn't was, get a live class then at I all? I did not get a Nothing live class. No. Well, I had access oh. to the previous live, live classes, but the whole month of November, there was no live classes as far as I know, unless yeah, I uploaded it, somewhere else. Having access to watch them is different than if you're just watching a video. Then go up then being there at your computer or at your own dojo. Yeah, but I already signed. I signed up after. I signed up after the last live class session. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, but if you're there for a month, if you pay for yeah. a month, you should have at least gotten one live class. Yeah, but there I'm was saying. exactly there was no live classes for the whole month of November, basically. Um, mm. Yeah. So that, that was something that I was like, Hey, so there's no Facebook page or I didn't get my live classes. And I know that, uh, Jimmy Pedro and Travis in interviews have talked about developing this platform into basically like an online dojo. Like if any of you are familiar with Gracie university, um, I think it's something like that, but less McDojo like more, more uh, legit basically. Well, that's my personal opinion that Gracie university online is McDojo like, but um, oh, get us our heat already. <laughs> we got some judo heat and we got some BJJ heat now. But they, they essentially want... It's good because usually I'm the BJJ hater. I'm glad you're getting heat yeah, today. They, they, did not, they did not specify, but my based off of the interviews, my um, impression of what they're trying to do is to basically allow BJJ schools or um, someone with a judo mm-hmm. brown belt, like a Sankyu or something, who's like, can teach the basics, but not something intermediate or advanced, watch these videos and then teach it at their own, own little, uh, club. So mm-hmm. if someone, if we don't have a black belt in middle of like Wyoming or something or Wisconsin or something, but there's someone there who moves there and he's a Brown belt or maybe a, a green belt, they can watch these videos and teach like basics to these, these person, these people. And then, um, attend live classes and then eventually they're going to do online belt testing. So you record like the Nike no Kata, record someone doing all the requirements for the green belt and then submit the videos to them and they'll approve it and then give you an online certificate and rank tracking for saying you're a green belt under an American judo system, basically, or mm-hmm. yellow belt. So that's the idea that I think they're, they have. Um, so these live classes was supposed to uh, facilitate that. But, um, yeah, <laughs> did not get any access well, to them. It's funny you bring. It's funny you bring that up. No, that's yeah. So it's funny you bring this up because um, the American Jewish system just posted some pictures, and I don't know if they post a video, but they post pictures of them just giving out like four or five certificates to some people at. Um, that's the coach. No, that's, that's, like that's the new coaching system. That's the new coaching system. Okay. So it's expensive. Those people, <laughs> was it? Did, yeah. Was that in your system also? Was that available? No, the, no. That's something that first, I don't know. Cause that came out after I canceled my subscription, mm-hmm. the end of my subscription. Mm-hmm. And when they announced it, it was a pre-order, like they weren't done with it yet. They said it was on their Instagram. They said they weren't done oh, with yeah. it. And I think this is 
to be a certified coach under the American judo system. So they're basically trying to yeah. eat the, um, the, sh- the share of what USA judo, USJ and USJF does like the coaching clinics we went to. Yeah. They're trying yeah, to replace yeah. that essentially. Yeah. Which they talked about that when they first talked about the American judo system, that's one thing they wanted to do to develop. Okay. So that wasn't like a certification class of, okay, now you're a brown belt under American judo system. That was a, okay, you got a coaching level one or look in America, we do level one, two, three. I think all coaches probably do that actually because level three is international level coach, right? Yeah, I think so. But, um, I'm not, yeah, I'm not. So so this coaching system right here is just, just makes you, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. It was live for a second. I'm not, yeah. It's from the impression of what I saw on what they advertise in the coaching system. It seems like Mm -hmm. you're talking more about like sports psychology and like how to run a class, how to keep people safe Mm -hmm. kind of, and then like drills you can do. I think it seems like more of that versus most of the other coaching clinics is more about like the rules of judo and um, refereeing, how to behave at a tournament, what to dress, how to not get kicked out of a tournament, how to not get sued. Like, like that, that kind of stuff, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't know, like they're kind of separate, but, um, yeah, you were going to say, Oh no. So I was just wondering what these, so that opinion is for another question of it. This is more like American Jewish system question itself would be. So if I get this certification from American Jewish system, okay. I'm a certified American judo system coach level one or two, whatever they're doing there. Could I take that to USA judo? So this is more something you're just doing for yourself. It's more something you can just hang up on your wall and be like, hey, yeah, I, I'm a I'm USA judo coach. And I, yeah. yeah, got that photo. <laughs> so this is something you just add onto your wall, just like, yeah, hold, I'm also a certified coach in American Geo system. Oh, cool. That's the I just be Pedro system. I don't know Pedro. I know he's a good player. Exactly. I know he's a really good player and stuff. Oh, Travis Stevens too. Awesome. Yeah, I know him. I've heard of him. Okay, so you're probably somewhat legit, I guess, or gives them the legitimacy to what you're doing, right? Yep. We talked I think we talked about it when we first uh talked about um not even about the American Jewish system when they announced it, but about our very early episodes of the podcast, we talked about the Travis Stevens interview, I think. And I think we briefly mentioned that they're essentially trying to bring the BJJ affiliation model to judo. Yeah. yeah. So they're trying to certify coaches, charging them a price and then building this network of like, Hey, this is a USA judo certified judo program at inside a BJJ school or someone who starts a judo dojo. This is a USA judo certified dojo american american geo system right yeah 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 american that's saying usa geo system i know we have so many acronyms on things it gets, oh God. It gets confusing for us but well, it's I kind of funny like- you bring that up because of the systems because i had a, I had someone actually message me about um me i only deal with usa judo usjf and usja those are the three i deal with i know there are some other smaller federations out there and stuff small organizations and one of our people were asking me about that. And I was like, man, I don't know. I deal with the three major big ones. And for me, if you're in one of those, if you're a certified black belt or brumble in another federation, I would still try to get certified with USA. I mean, you, yeah, USJA, USJF, or USA Judo, because they're the major ones everyone deals with. Mm-hmm. And my thing is like, I wouldn't, sorry, I'm going to say this. I wouldn't. Right now, I'll just go straight to USA Judo. They're say the ones that, the Olympics. Say that again because you just kind of cut yeah. off there. I might have to edit it out. Yeah. Which part? Which part was it? Which part? That you're you're not even going to deal with USA, USA. Yeah. Yeah. So I wouldn't even deal with USA Judo. I mean, I would deal with USA Judo. That's what I deal with. They're the ones that deal with the IOC. They're the ones that deal with the Olympic Committee. They're the international recognized ones. Okay. So if you're going to do stuff with USJA or USJF, that's fine. But I wouldn't do anything else with the smaller ones. Like, I'm not sure if, like, I don't know how to put it. Like, if to be certified with the American Judo system, I can see it, okay? Because you have Jimmy Pedro and you have Travis Stevens. Two big names will know. But with anybody else, I'm not sure because I have people, like I said, ask me questions about these things and I don't know them, so I can't help you out. But if I was to do it right now, I would just go directly to USA Judo. But that's just me. I mean, that's what I did because uh, 
they have the least hoops to jump around, you know, like, yeah, it, it's one thing to be like, okay, you, you have to complete all these requirements, but it's another thing for, for them to say like, well, your paperwork didn't fill out properly, you know, <laughs> like, so <laughs> hey, no, no, you'll get that from the USA judo too. You'll get that from them as well. Or we lost, but or we lost your paperwork. To, yeah. So let's go to the good things. Now, no way. Me, I'm not done with the bad things yet, but. <laughs> You're not done with the bad things? Oh my God. Okay. What's the next bad thing that you didn't like? All right. Okay. So yeah. Why don't we swap? You're right. Let's just swap to a good thing for, for, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Let's swap to a good thing. Can we talk about one good thing for what's one good thing you like to have in me, please? Uh, the Nawaza video and the grip fighting video, they're really good for um, mm-hmm. not just people who, well, beginners shouldn't be thinking about grip fighting in general unless you're competing, I think, in my opinion. But the grip fighting videos, a lot of people learned grip fighting through Rondori experience and fighting better people. Mm-hmm. But imagine you're a very small, local recreational club like you're to let's say your club has like one brown belt and like five yellow belts and three white belts and one black belt sensei then you're not getting a full range of grip fighting scenarios or grip fighting styles um or a system or that sensei might not even know how to teach grip fighting just fights off of instincts right so this the grip fighting video available mm-hmm. on it is really good even though um i personally disagree with some of what Travis, not Travis, um, Jimmy Pedro says in certain styles, like he's saying the way that he puts out this, the video is that that's the, like, you're, you're stupid. If you do this, like nobody should do this basically. <laughs> like, and I'm like, okay, there are exceptions, you know, like, like, no, there's always exceptions, always, exceptions. there's always exceptions. Yeah. If you look at IJF level, some people do things that are, some people are totally like the not even people like some countries is gripping style are totally different from what Jimmy Pedro teaches yet. They're really successful. So um, we also mentioned it like grip fighting uh, meta basically uh, changes over time. Like if you're doing this one thing that is so successful and everyone else does it, then someone's going to come up with a different style to counter that style. Then everyone's going to start finding ways to carry on a style and then vice versa, it just changes. So there's, you can't say like, never do this because it's always going to be bad. Like it's like yeah. based off of current, you, you, you don't want to do this when these things happen because they can do this to you is mm-hmm. um, how they should describe it. And in some scenarios they do, uh, especially uh, one that pops up in mind off the top of my head is about controlling the sleeve first, like mm-hmm. controlling the sleeve and not getting them to get that grip first is a, uh, is um uh one examples but uh yeah but having a grip fighting system explained like that in a video format and it was really detailed is good um but i was actually considering buying the grip fighting video after i saw that like i'm not gonna buy it for like 200 and something dollars but for like 150 100 bucks i thought it would, i think it would be well worth it um uh so that's that's a good part uh, another good part is the Nawaza videos. There's a lot of Nawaza basic principles, drills, mm-hmm. and the Sankaku encyclopedia. Like, and the reason it's good is because, let's be honest, there's not a lot of Nawaza instructionals out there for judo. Everything is stand up. Yeah. There's not mm-hmm. a lot of stuff out there. So the fact that they stand out as one of the few um there was instructionals out there already makes it better than not having it. So I wouldn't, I'd have nothing else to compare it to, to say like, well, this one's better than this one because blah, blah, blah. It's just more like, there's really not that many out there. So I know. Yeah. My favorite name was a video I ever, I ever got one. Well, I ever got, God, but the one that I downloaded, one of the best ones is Kashiwazaki's Nawaza yes, video. Yes, that's that was one of the best ones. That's 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 the only other best, one I can think of. At, it's at that best tier. Nawaza video. Yeah, that that was one of the best ones I've ever seen. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Um, but most of the other Nawaza instructionals is like this is how you do a turnover. You grab here, you grab here, and then you turn them over. There's no like mm-hmm. explanations of mechanics and strategies and why you're doing things like drills, like um. Most of them are that, or they're BJJ approaches to Nawaza, not really judo approaches. So the yeah. Nawaza video is also really good. Um, I think that's all I have to say about the good things, actually. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
All right, so that, that was the good stuff you liked. So what was the last bad thing you liked? Or what's the more stuff you irked you? You didn't appreciate they have a They have a strength and conditioning section. Um, mm-hmm. I was kind of excited because, you know, strength and conditioning programs are always something that people tend to guard really closely. Or um, you can't, for example, do Travis's... You can't, as a recreational person, I can't do some professional person's uh, full-time training program, right? Like mm-hmm. lift six hours a day, then train them <laughs> three or four hours, you know, eat and then go for a run. Then like, you can't, you can't do that. You just simply can't. Yeah. Um, we got regular jobs. Well, at least yeah. you do. I, yeah. So <laughs> I was expecting some sort of like, not, not even like a detailed program or diet, diet but um, something like that. But instead what I got was he, they linked you to like someone else's strength and conditioning videos. So it's not theirs. It's someone else's, which it is was, it like a, was it an associate of theirs? This one is no, it's like some other, like some, some other training performance centers. Like some, imagine you went on YouTube and looked up how to do squats. Like uh-huh. that's, that's what it felt I just like. Know connect just some random youtubers video that we like oh, that guy got some good shit Put the YouTube so essentially right there hyperlink the, yeah good yeah the videos aren't bad because they're like okay this is how you do a squat the, 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 these are things you want to look out for if you do it wrong so there's no mm-hmm. strength and conditioning program it's just like these are this is how you run this is how you squat this is how you do a deadlift this is how you do a kettlebell swing so they have these exercises mm-hmm. and you just freaking pick and choose them yourself. There's no program. It's not like, okay, you want to do a three day split, uh, do upper body pull on these days, lower body push on these days, abs on this day, run two times a week for 30 minutes, try and keep your, keep your, uh, heart rate at between one thirty one fifty. Like there's none of that scientific stuff. It's more like mm-hmm. someone who's never, ever lifted weights in their life before, you know, that's someone that, never took PE in high school and took lifting class. Yeah. It's essentially for people that have never, ever worked out before. Um, Mm. so yeah. And also as I'm getting older, I'm realizing like, I'm not getting as much gains doing some of these, um, uh, heavy weight lifting too many times. Um, cause I've been lifting weights all my, almost all my adult life, um, starting in my twenties. But, um, after a while I realized stretching is important. Like some dynamic stretches are important. Body weight's mm-hmm. important. Um, doing core, some, some core work and balance drills or the resistance bands, like all those things are also very important not just lifting the basic weights. So the strength and conditioning section is a very fundamental part. And honestly, that's not something I'd pay for. So mm-hmm. Um, with that said, they might expand it again in the future. It's it's only been what a year and a half. Has it been even two years yet? It's been out only about a year and a half, right? Yeah, I guess it's, it's feels like it's been a year and a half. Yeah. But, um, yeah, yeah. I, I don't want to say it's like the whole, to to summarize, I don't want to say the whole thing is bad. Like if this is kind of where the paradox is, because if you're a super beginner, this is a really good deal for you paying a monthly fee or even buying the videos. Mm. But if you're even intermediate or advanced, I think most of that stuff is a waste of time and you're better off just buying off the gripping and the, the gripping and the Nawaza videos or mm-hmm. some of some other videos. But that's the thing is most of these things you need mats and a partner to practice in. So it doesn't matter how many videos you watch. Right. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the stand, I, I didn't talk about the stand up content. The stand up content is not bad. It's not bad. I, again, uh, it's not bad, but it, it ties into what I was about to say. It's, it's, it's a paradox because if I have a dojo and a sensei that they'll teach me, I don't need these videos because it's exactly the same thing that they're going to teach me unless you're, <laughs> you're sen- unless you have a terrible sensei, you know, then. The, yeah. Okay. Now, let me, okay. So let me get my experience now from this point. Mm-hmm. So what I wanted to do was I wanted Anthony to buy the videos, do the subscription and see what they have on the site. And so my thing was to be that I was going to watch the video they had for free on their YouTube, Instagram, and on the Facebook. And so I've been keeping up with that stuff, watching mostly their Nawaza videos, some of their hand gripping fighting videos and their technique videos. Now for me, 
it brought it was kind of like doing a refresher course because there were certain things that they would talk about and do that be like oh yes i remember that grip i remember doing that i haven't done that in years i totally forgot about that yep. so for me as an advanced black belt it was a refresher course it was like oh i haven't thought about that in years i haven't thought about that technique or how to go around this way or um there was one leg lace thing that they did uh, to get the arm that i was like i've never thought about it that way I've never, I always use this technique in this direction. I didn't think about using it in the opposite direction the way they did it. So for me, that's where I thought it was good. And this is the way I feel about most online tutorials anyways, that as a beginner, if you see this, you're not going to know what's happening. You're not going to understand it. As a higher, as a brown belt or higher, it's great for a refresher to see what other people bring, what people, other people have. See, that's why I now, agree. All this stuff, I said, yeah. I agree because, uh, like I said, if you're a beginner, you're not going to understand most of the details that they go through, which is what makes these videos good is like the details and the variations. And the, but you're not going to understand it. It's kind of like trying to explain Kazushi, the, de- the advanced concepts of Kazushi to beginners, right? Or yeah. um, telling people to do some crazy version of Tayatoshi. Um mm-hmm. Or someone's first day, you try to teach them Uchimata, like same same thing. Like mm-hmm. they don't have the coordination or understanding, right? Mm-hmm. So, but then you when you're like I said, when you're a brown and black belt, you would notice these things. But again, I think you 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 you, you would have a sensei to tell you that stuff. So, well, sometimes you don't. You get some senseis that are very basic, simple senseis, like with the Niwaza stuff. There are still senseis out there that are highly against Niwaza. They're like, why do you need Niwaza? Just throw for equal, just throw for Wazadi and then stand back up, which I hate because I like doing well around the judo. So when you go there and you see like, oh, I can do that. That's allowed in judo. Like I still, there's a video a friend sent to me, sent me of this um, uh, BJJ versus judo real sparring. And I could tell watching the video, the judo guy didn't know Niwaza. They had no Niwaza. Yeah. So of course the BJJ guy, like, I'm not. I'm not trying to be like, oh, BJJ set us up again. But they kind of set us up again against a judo guy that didn't know any. And it wasn't. It's not his fault. It's just mm-hmm. the guy that he trains with, the guy that he knew, probably didn't train with and it was a coach. Doesn't train to go into arm bars, going to chokes, or going to pins, or work from the bottom. When I first started doing judo here at Hollywood, the head instructor at the time, Sensei Lee, hated Niwaza. I liked Niwaza. Some of the other guys liked mm-hmm. Niwaza. But he hated Niwaza. He would always say that Niwaza was playing. Like, oh, they're, they're babies playing on the floor. Like, so you might have a sense out there just like that. And you might think that judo has no Niwaza. Like, I still get people, uh, when I talk to people at work uh, on set sometimes, they're like, oh, yeah, I do BJJ. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I do judo. Oh, yeah, you're there all stand-up, right? It's like, no, we have Niwaza. We have round work. We have pins and chokes and all stuff. It's funny you mentioned that because we we've had a couple of beginners come in and they said they tried judo. They wanted judo, not because we're cheaper. Actually, they actually said like, well, you guys do stand up and groundwork, but BJJ only does groundwork. So yeah, I feel like it's a full package. And, mm-hmm. and I'm like, you are right. <laughs> like, it's, but then you had to explain to them how it's you very are correct, different than Waza. But, yeah. But it is like, you are correct, but it depends on the school, the dojo, yeah. your sensei, how they teach. Mm-hmm. So going back to the instructional things, one thing that I got when they were teaching some of the instructors, especially for the Niwaza stuff, I felt that they weren't super in-depth. They would show it, demonstrate it, talk a little bit about it. And I don't know if that was just because they're shorts because they're on YouTube or because they're on Instagram. Yeah, it's because they're shorts. Yep. Okay. So the, so when you buy the video, so when you get the monthly, uh, buy the month or the subscription, mm-hmm. they go into more detail on the videos yes. on the site. Then, it's great. Right? That's why okay, I said good. I liked it. That's why good, I liked good. the Niwaza videos is what I was saying. Okay. Yeah. Um, but to go back to what you were saying, like, yeah, you would find more use in this if you're more advanced, which is why I think where these mm-hmm. videos would come in to to be the most valuable was, like I said, in that franchise or affiliation model where mm-hmm. let's say I want to I'm let's say I'm Philippe and I want to open like six Hollywood judo branches out there. Right. Mm-hmm. But I don't have six black belts that are instructors that want to teach. But then you have this brown belt that's pretty good but not not black belt level yet then you can have him mm-hmm. teach ukemi and teach basic with the guardian and stuff then these videos is where i think would would be helpful if you're trying to produce that model so mm-hmm. um yeah right now i don't see too much value in it as someone who trains because like i said 
if you have a dojo and a partner, then these things will come naturally. And you need a dojo and a partner yeah. to practice these things, this stuff anyway, unless you have a home garage gym and someone else is willing to. I, I mean, personally, if I don't know someone's skill level and they're like, hey, I learned judo online, let me try it on you. I'll be like, no, thank you. You know? So I learned judo. I, I, I will admit this because the online model become more popular before it used to be like a video cassette or a DVD model where you mail, where you mail it into whatever instructor or federation you're part of. I think judo and grappling is. All right. All right so what was I talking about? All right. So going back to when you mail stuff in, one of the things that they used to do back in the day is that you would mail in your karate videos mm -hmm. or your uh, taekwondo videos. You do these like mail over federations. And this, I don't want to say it's similar to that, but it's kind of similar because didn't it, one of the things they talked about was that you could mail them in videos and they'll critique you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So with judo, I really do feel like you agree with you that you need someone there. Because if you just do 10,000 chikomis, and we see it in our class all the time, I can yell to my blue in the face with some of these people like Iponsonagi, you put them right here, you catch their arm right here, and they're still doing basic shoulder throws, like yep. doing Greco wrestling or something. Shoulder throw, shoulder throw, shoulder throw. So if I'm gonna be doing this 10,000 times, and then I decide I'm gonna mail this into Travis Stevens, I'm gonna have the bad habit built in there. Yeah, it's, That's why it's like, this is good for people that are already there. It's the, any, any online thing to me, you know? It's much easier to learn online karate, I think, or online taekwondo or striking or boxing maybe even, yeah. than is to do online grappling. That's just how I feel. Some people might try to get some heat on me because of that, might get some mad, I understand, but grappling is much more tech. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've trained with some people. Uh, so, you know, I train Wing Chun, right? So I've trained with some Wing Chun people that, mm -hmm said, I learned online. I use this online subscription program, like a lot, especially during pandemic it's been mm -hmm. blowing up. Um, and then I'm like, okay, like show me what, you know, like, so they, they know the movements. Hey, some Chinese music hits in the background. Okay. Show me what you know. You get her stance and stuff like that. <laughs> it's like, come. <laughs> no. So, I mean, and when term we call it touching hands, like we touch their hands and we feel how they, their structure is there. It's kind of, mm -hmm. it's very similar to judo. You know, once you get a certain level, I talk about it. Like um, when I went to Japan, once you grab someone on you, the moment you grip them, you know what kind of grappler they are. You, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like whether they're stiff, whether they're soft, whether they're um, um, like the best grapplers are relaxed, but you feel like they have control over you, right? Like there's a little uh, tug of war of your energy. I don't know how, like it sounds woo woo, but that's what it feels like. Cause uh -huh. When, when, um, as a Kodokan, some people are newer Shodans, you grab, you grab them and they just feel like super nervous and stiff and they're trying to like ragdoll you around and that doesn't bother me. But then when you grab someone good, that's like relaxed, you're like, oh crap, this guy knows what he's doing and I'm going to go flying any second. So the same thing with Wing Chun, like you, you touch, you touch their hands and then you, you feel, oh, his structure is bad. Like I can just like manipulate him how I want or mm -hmm. push him away or strike him in these, all these opening spots. So online teaching doesn't teach you on any of that stuff. That's stuff you have yeah. to learn for someone else and you can only feel in person. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, that's how I, I see a lot of these online stuff, but, uh, yeah, overall it's not bad. Uh, 30, $30 a month when it was on sale, it's not bad too, for what it was, but if it was like the full price, I probably wouldn't mm -hmm. do it again. Um, I'd like to see more. Oh, this is another thing that annoyed me. They had an Ashiwasa. What was, what was the full price again? I think it was like $50 a month, mm -hmm. like $49.99. But they had an Ashiwaza video and it had like, it, this is where they were saying like, well, we only teach competition throws that are good for comp useful for competition, but you still need mm -hmm. to learn the full thing. So here's Oguruma. <laughs> like, <laughs> and, and then I'm going to, I'm going to toss in an Oguruma for you. That's how I feel today. Yeah, we're feeling good. I feel generous. Give me an Oguruma. <laughs> so he's like, this is how you do it, Oguruma. And then um, I'm like, okay, Ashiwaza, where's Uchimata? And there's like no Uchimata video on there. Are you serious? There's no Uchimata. There's no resources no for Uchimata. Uch 
Ooh, that's a secret. That's a secret technique. That's the one they don't want to teach you. They don't want you knowing the Jimmy Pedro Uchimata. Yeah, there's no Uchimata. So I was a little disappointed because, you know, I'm all things Uchimata. I even have my Uchimata book I was reading last night. But um, yeah. So. Well, no, it's not all Uchimata. I remember I watched a video on Travis Stevens talking about Uchimata and demonstrating how he liked to do his. I remember so watching pro- a video like that's that. That's probably a one-off video, but there's no, <clears throat> there's no instructional video available on on that subscription so okay. my throat's kind of hurting from you choking me all last night over and over again <laughs> like when you're teaching Don't jokes <clears throat> <clears throat> even your strangles are like windpipe chokes so it's like <laughs> <laughs> you're like <laughs> hey <laughs> um hey whatever makes them tap all right hey, the referee looking down here, got me check one over and put over there. <laughs> so that that was my my experience with um, American judo system. Yes, I got it right. All right, yeah. But I, I right, recommend cool. people so, check it out and decide for themselves whether they like it or not. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. think about thirty bucks is not that much, and in, in the scheme yeah. of things, still cheaper than a lot of BJJ so, like, instructionals uh, out there. It's like just dojo. Yeah. Mm. Well, it's just like any JoJo fee, like 30 bucks isn't that bad, you know? Yep. Try it out for a month, see how you like it. But I mean, I'm going to recommend again because of the stuff that I've seen. You have, like, to really get it, I think you need to be a brown belt and above. But if you're a good green or blue belt, purple belt, even if your JoJo does that, try it out. You might have some questions afterwards. And then you can take those questions to your sensei, to your instructor, and ask, why do we do this? How does that work? How does this happen? How do I get to this from point A to point B? Might help you out that way. But if you're a white belt, yellow belt, maybe an orange belt, I'm gonna try. You're gonna get lost. You're gonna be like, which was north? I I don't know how to get here. How'd I get here? Long <laughs> turn Albuquerque. Yeah. Um, so we're going long enough, and there's also your internet issue, so I'll keep it shorter. But I, I mentioned Grappler's Guide. Like I they started putting some Sambo takedowns in there. Mm-hmm. And they're going to add more judo stuff in the future. They're talking about it on the Facebook group. Cause okay. again, the Facebook group, he was like, what, what kind of content would you guys like to see on grapplers mm-hmm. guide? And people are like, I want to see more takedowns. And this goes back to what, what we were saying, how BJJ for a while, leg locks were the, were the fad. Right. But then everyone mm-hmm. knows how to counter leg locks now. So now takedowns is starting to gain momentum. So, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, again, I'm pretty sure judo is going to, F, F it up and drop the ball on this opportunity to grow. But um, yeah, so Grapper's Guide is something where you pay a one-time fee. So it's not a subscription model. You pay mm-hmm. a one-time fee and you get lifetime access to the videos. And they always have Lifetime. 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 Yep. lifetime. yep. I've had is there it for like, like a shitload five of years. Ad- is there like a shitload no. of advertisements no. then? You got no. a lot of pop-ups. No. They're like commercials. No. Um, the online platforms, not as good as, uh, some of the one other ones out there, but they've just Mm -hmm. revamped it and has improved a lot. It used to be just a link to a forum post with videos embedded in the forum posts. If you you used to go, if you go online back in the early two thousands or nineties, you'd know what I'm talking about as a forum. So, um, they revamped it and it actually has a site now. So it's pretty good. Um, they also have a mobile app, which isn't very good, but given their resources and they had to make an Android and an iPhone version. So I understand it was, I think it's just a wrapper around the, I'm getting too technical was for those who know what I'm talking about. It's just a wrap. It's not a native app and just and wrap a wrapper around a website basically. Um, so, <laughs> um, they also added features to download the video. So whenever I go on the plane, I load up a bunch of their videos now and on my phone and I watch it. So, um, yeah, it's it's great. There's a lot of fundamental BJJ stuff. They're starting to be more uh, have more stand up. Like I said, there's also yoga stuff on there for stretching. Because um, I personally wouldn't want to. I, I heard good things about the yoga for BJJ subscription, but I don't. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to subscribe for an online yoga thing. I'll just go to a yoga studio around me. You know. So um, they have I'll yoga. yoga. <laughs> I know downward dog. So there's a there's a pretty good yoga video there, uh, yoga video series for stretches. So I think the regular price is like 150, 160, 180. I don't remember. It was hundred and something. But every once in a while they have a sale, and I got it for like eighty bucks. It's like okay. the best eighty bucks I spent in my life. And 
I'm not going to name who, but there's some people that I talk to from our dojo. They're always like, Hey, look at this Instagram video. Like they, they love seeing stuff on Instagram and then asking whether it'll work and then trying it out. And I'm like, Hey, since yeah. you love videos so much, you should buy grapplers guide because <laughs> it's awesome. And you just asked me a bunch of Nawaza questions. They have a lot of Nawaza fundamentals from a BJJ perspective. Mm-hmm. And they're like, Oh, I don't know. Like, I don't know if I'm interested. Like they missed out on, they, they, they don't know what they're missing out on. Basically, hey, hey, you, YouTube and Instagram are free. All right. I see all the crazy shit, grappling styles, flying shit. Different. I want, all right. It's very different. <laughs> he, Jason does a lot of the fundamentals videos, but then he also brings in like pe- experts, like people who want ADCC. He's talking about bringing on Shintaro. He's talking about bringing on Travis Stevens. Like it's all, it's all people from YouTube. Actually, a lot of them have their own YouTube channels that come on and do these, these videos. So okay. it's not just him. It's uh, he invites experts and actually bought the striker's guide too. Cause with the growth of a uh, grappler's guide, he started the striker's guide for striking. So uh, I haven't had time to go through the striking videos yet. So I can't really comment on that, but highly recommend it. Um, even if it's not on sale, um, I would still buy it in hindsight, but I caught it at a good time. I, I, I heard good things about it and I was hesitant, just like most people I'm talking about right now, like I'm hesitant mm-hmm. to buy it, but when it went on sale, I'm like, okay, I guess I'll try it. Like this pandemic time back then. No, it wasn't pandemic. I hurt my knee at the time. I couldn't train. <laughs> I was like, might as well like look uh-huh. into it. So highly recommend it. Okay. I wish there was cool. a judo version and maybe we can start something like that. You know, <laughs> <laughs> the judo guide, <laughs> the judo guide. Yeah. Why not? So, I hope this helps you out to figure out how to learn some stuff online. The American Geo system seems really cool for advanced people. The uh, Grappler's Guide seems really open for any grappling system. Seems pretty cool out there. If you guys have any questions about what our thoughts on this, please send it to us. Uh, you can hit us up again. Like I don't know, what I'm gonna do like anything pretty much right now. <laughs> you can hit us up at email pretty much at the Tommy Talk at gmail.com. You can hit us up at Tommy Talk on our Instagram or YouTube. So, and is there anything else you want to talk about today, or is that it? That's it. All right, I, gotta go get I can't my talk booster a lot shot. today, guys. Yeah, <laughs> good. I'm glad you're getting your booster shot. I can't talk a lot today. I'm sorry, people, because the, the connection. I'm scared you're not going to hear me, and we already messed up a couple times. So, yeah. all right. So, at the end, you can follow me at the Jerry. Oh, actually, there's one little thing right there for our fans out there. If you want to follow me or Anthony, follow us on Instagram. Okay, follow us at our YouTube channel. My Twitter account, I've had some people try to become friends with me on Twitter. My Twitter account is for my work, is my work stuff. So that's all it's for. I don't use it for anything else. I, I don't post nothing on there. Everything I post is on Instagram. Everything we post is going to be on the Instagram for the Tommy Talk as well. Anthony doesn't have a Twitter. He I have a Twitter, but you won't find me because the name's different. So <laughs> yeah. it's for it's so, for my friends. So yeah. I have no friends on Twitter. So <laughs> if I deny you, if I tell you no, it's not personal. It's just Twitter. That's just my work stuff. Sorry. All right. So if you want to follow me, you follow me at the Jerry underscore one. You follow Anthony at Anthony Throws. You follow the Tommy Talk itself on Instagram. You follow the Tommy Talk on YouTube itself. All right. Send us any message you have for us. The email at the Tommy Talk at gmail.com. Anything I'm forgetting, Anthony? No. You're all right. You're forgetting too. No, no, I'm, I'm okay. going to say it right now. I'm going to say it right now. I'm going to say it right now. All right. I was going to say. So, Anthony, hope you guys have a happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year's. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Anything else you guys celebrate out there. Festivus for the rest of us. All right. And don't forget to slap the mat. All right. <laughs> Peace out. <laughs>